Hey everyone, welcome to Dread Gnome Mondays. Thanks for tuning in. Today we are here with Jim Sorensen. Jim, thanks for taking the time. Um, great to have you on the show. Looking forward to it. So what, what was your question? What is my normal Monday? That's kind of a tricky question because I've never personally been one to like really work. Well, I can't say I've never worked for a weekend. You know, everybody's working for the weekend. It's like that's that's never really been my deal. And so um, I, I can't say that 100% because uh, stepping out of the employee category and into self-employee to entrepreneur, right, full-time, um, even, even as an employee for the last four years until I quit my job back in January, I was still, I mean, I'd get off work and then I'd go to work again working for myself. And then even when Friday hit, I knew that I had more work to do on Saturday, but I was actually excited for it. And so I always knew that work was just something I had to do to get where I wanted to be. And now that I've quit my job, I have times of relaxation, but I don't really have a Monday that I have to dread. And so I guess in use of your, uh, your metaphor, you know, everybody's got their proverbial Monday. Um, boy, I think paperwork is my proverbial Monday. I think that's, that's, that's probably what I don't like. I think that's my Monday right there is paperwork. <clears throat> we can certainly talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to take up a talk about paperwork though. That defeats the purpose, right? Um, it's there. There's an element, especially because, as you know, in our line of work, doing finances, uh, paperwork applications, that kind of stuff. It's fun to talk to people. It's fun to thrive in a relationship. It's fun to build those relationships. Um, it's even fun to solve the problems of putting together people's financial strategies. But it's the it's the paperwork of having to follow up with carriers and making sure everything's going smoothly what I really need to do is just get a assistant that I can just hand that work off to and do it. And I just haven't gotten an assistant. I probably should do that. So, but I'm trying to hit some milestones first before I get to that point. So I don't know. What's yeah. your Monday, man. Meet Jim. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's, and I think about it. It's like, I think of it like in the, in terms of the office where Dwight's now in charge and Jim becomes the assistant to the manager and now Jim needs an assistant and Dwight wins it. <laughs> Dwight wins the competition, right? So, but no, I, I think paperwork is probably my biggest hang up because I just, I, I hate being on the phones and following up with carriers and things like that. But it's, it's one of those things that has to get done. It needs to get done. And so it's just dedicating time and, and time blocking, you know, scheduling a timeout in my calendar to specifically do that one thing. And then just staying on top of it and just getting it done. So what's been one of the biggest things that's helped you, you know, to, to get it done other than just have to get it done or whatever? Um, what's been a shift or something that's made you not to encourage, but more, um, <clears throat> willing, more eager, not, eager, but eager for lack of words to get it done, to get out of the way or whatever. Well, two big things really. And I think it comes down to this for everybody. Number one, if it doesn't, if it doesn't get done, that family's not going to have coverage in place, right? That's one of the number one big concerns because it just, it just 
procrastinates possible coverage in case something happens. Um, and so that family's not going to be taken care of. Number two, if it doesn't get done, my family's not going to be taken care of because that's how I make money and how I get paid. And so if I'm not pushing that stuff through and making an effort to get that done, then, then I have to have the conversation with my wife of why the money didn't come through and is, is materialistic as that may sound. We have to keep our businesses running. We have to keep things going. We just have the benefit of doing it at the service of people and benefiting from other people benefiting, right? Not at their expense, but at their benefit. And so it just puts us in a really, really good position to win. And by helping other people win, but that's what it comes down to. What gets me up and gets it going, make sure that family has coverage and make sure that I get paid. I mean, that's as much as I love what I do, I still need to make money because I, I'm, I'm not to the stage of being, you know, of having passive income quite yet a hundred percent of the time, you know, I get overrides and stuff here and there, but it's not something that I've got all my distribution outlets set up quite yet and, and getting all the passive income in yet. So I, I've got to push it and I've got to, I have to create income that just perpetuates my business, my, my family and my life. So I think that answered your question. Maybe. And I like how you pointed out that, you know, um, <clears throat> other people are relying on you and counting on you to do that. And, you know, not just you and your family, but outside of your family as well. And, Oh yeah, for sure. <clears throat> you know, and this could, this could, um, affect people for generations. And if you really think about it, if I can articulate this right, um, I just lost my train of thought there for a second, but, um, the relationships we have with our clients, right? Those relationships, we want to build those. We want to make those stronger. If we don't get it done and we keep dragging our feet through that process, then pretty soon those relationships are going to die out. And we want to, we want to make those stronger. We want to be, we want to have repeat clients and we want to build not just relationships, but strong friendships with a lot of our clients where we become the go-to person for those products and those services that they need. Or if they have a question about something, maybe we know somebody who can, who can identify that form. And, and so they come to me and say, Hey, you know, who do you know that does this? And I can refer them to somebody or because I have that relationship of, of being somebody who can get something done. So. Thank you. Yeah. And it's, it's awesome and amazing how often those clients turn into friends you know, and that friendship lasts for a long time, you know, and then they're, your connections become their connections and it enlarges everybody's circle, you know, as long as you keep pushing through it. You know, um, something else that I've learned over the years with, you know, paperwork that we're talking about or whatever, you know, you could go from, oh, I hate doing this, or you could say, this allows me to have this, whatever that yeah. is. If I want this, then I've got to do this, you know. So it's like, um, like you have to eat your vegetables before you have your ice cream. <laughs> you know, you've obviously it, never been to my parents' house, so. <laughs> well, well, uh, my kids have to eat their veggies before their ice cream. You know? <laughs> I don't because I make the rules here, but, <laughs> but, but the analogy or the the example, you know. Um, you know, this is what allows me to have this. You know, I don't like this as much, but it's what gets me to what I do like. It allows me to do that, you know, and if that's paperwork or whatever that is for people, you know, they're, <clears throat> they can apply that to whatever they don't, they don't like doing. 
you know, I'm looking at it that way. Well, the, I, I think of a question now, Kenny. What is your Monday? I don't know that I've ever heard what your Monday is. Um, my, my Monday used to be work. I used to hate getting up and going to work on Monday. You know, because it was something that I had to do. It was something that I dreaded doing, didn't want to do. Hated the work, but it paid the bills. You know, so for a while, especially with the employee mindset, it was, it was just a job. It was just a paycheck. But then as I changed my shift to the, okay, this allows me to do this, and then getting more into that entrepreneurial mindset, you know, I can grow and expand out. All right, this is what I'm learning now to get me to this level, to learn to this level, to learn to this level. <clears throat> Instead of saying, woe is me, I'm stuck where I am, never going to change, life is crap. <clears throat> is that when you started branching out to the RV pollen roll stuff that you used to do? I've, I've been... Um, I've done two other businesses before that, but trying to do the entrepreneurial thing and learn the ropes as I go. I know, I know there's something out. I've got to say, that's one thing I've noticed about you that I've always admired is you're like, okay, I've got this idea. I'm going to go do it. And I'm just going to like pull out the stops and just shoot for it. Whether I have any idea what I'm doing or not. Like I'm just going to go in and I'm going to hit it and I'm going to work at it really, really hard. Because you hit that when I when I met you, you were doing the RV pull and roll, and it was a pull and roll. Yeah, yeah. And so you, when you were doing that, and that's like that took up a lot of your time, right? And um, you had some pretty good stuff going there for a while, right? And and uh, like it was just a matter of like, okay, here's something I enjoy, so I'm going to do it, and I'm going to make money doing this, right? I don't know everything, but I'm just going to do it anyway, and I'm just going to figure this sorry, I almost sorry. going to figure this stuff out <laughs> just and, and learn as I go. And that's one thing I've always admired about you and having the work-life balance of like your kids and your wife and um, anybody listening to this, Kenny's always got M&Ms like hidden somewhere too. And so it's, but that's one thing I've always noticed about you is your ability to adapt very quickly and just jump in whether you know what you're doing or not. And so I think that I've always thought that's been really awesome. Thank you. Yeah, that's something I've noticed. You know, I, I don't fit the nine to five mold. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. If that's what works for you, but it just wasn't for me. So I <clears throat> tried to figure out what my, my groove was, what my niche was. And, you know, um, I've started a couple businesses and I've closed them, but I've, Gained so many connections and learned so much stuff that to me it was worth every bit of it. Yeah, that's awesome. So, including the paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the paperwork never goes away. It doesn't matter what business you're in, the paperwork's always going to be there. But but again, it's that paperwork or whatever whatever that is for you. You know, um, it, it allows allowed me to get to what I wanted. It allowed me to do what I enjoyed, have that freedom to spend the time with my family and my kids and eating my M&Ms doing what I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I know your wife has her own business. What were some of the challenges when you, you know, started more into focusing on what you do and with her business and trying to find that balance and 
So to, so if I understood your question, right, what was the challenge? Like when I decided to go full entrepreneur with her already an entrepreneur and so forth. Yeah. Did I understand that right. So a little bit of history there. So she's been dancing, um, for, oh gosh, Livy's 10. So she's been dancing. We've been married 14 years. So she's been, she's been dancing about just almost 14 years. And that's something she did on the side um, for a while until after Kona was born, my youngest. And that's when she really started stepping into it. And I was working full time then. And so she's, she's just very, very quickly. I mean, she would drill her dance stuff nonstop every day, even up to eight months pregnant with my youngest. And so in fact, she performed with a full pregnant belly, looked absolutely stunning and beautiful doing it. Um, and it wasn't until after that dance, she took a break, had the baby and within three months, she was up back doing it again. And so, but she has always been very entrepreneurial minded. I mean, she went to school to like be an English major and studied fashion and just said, screw it. I don't want to do that anymore. And so the biggest challenge for us was knowing that we were no longer relying on a predictable paycheck. Um, when I decided, because it's, it's conversations we'd been having for a while. I knew that I wanted to quit my job. I always knew that I wanted to take the entrepreneurial route, but there's like this, this space where if, if you're working a full-time job and you're trying, like I say that with the ears because trying is like, it's like kind of a half-assed attempt at doing something um, to become an entrepreneur. But if you're comfortable getting that predict predictable paycheck, sometimes it's hard to leave that. And so you've got to have something that just burns your butt enough to get out of there when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. And we had been having some fights over some different stuff off and on. And she finally pulled me aside one day and she just said, you need to quit your job. And this was, this is about a year ago. So this was a couple months before I actually did a few months before I actually did, but she pulled me aside. She says, you need to quit your job. And I thought she was being a butthead. And so I wanted to get huffy and leave the conversation. And she said, you need to stay here and have this conversation because I think this is important. I was like, oh, like we're actually talking about this. Like not like not really talking about it, not just talking about money stuff. We're actually talking about me quitting my job. She's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, let's have this conversation. And she made the comment. She says, we've both got some big visions and big ideals we want to meet. And we know it's not going to happen with you at your job. It's just not going to happen. doesn't matter how long you work there. We're just never going to get where we want to get with you at your job. And so we need to figure out a way for you to quit. <clears throat> and me always wanting to get out of that work, right? I mean, I, I can't say, I can say I enjoyed healthcare as being my background. You know, in hyperbarics is a cool science, but I can't say I was ever really passionate about it. Um, and so I was very, very grateful when I had the opportunity to finally step out of there. But that conversation was probably the biggest motivator for me to finally leave. And then between licensing and work, uh, you know, different things at work coming together, this perfect storm was created. What was like, I either put a bunch of money back into keeping my job, getting licensed to perpetuate that career that I don't really feel passionate about, or I just drop that. And I take the chance and I, I, I leap out of the plane, if you will, and just do everything I can to get my parachute to open and just hit it. And so January 31st, I quit my job and, and her biggest stress obviously is like, oh crap, 
now this predictable money is no longer going to be there. You know, it's, but between both of us, even with her, she was making enough that she felt somewhat comfortable with that. And then as mine starts to build up more and more, and she sees that, she sees the money coming in, then she feels more comfortable. But that was probably the biggest challenge is, is her security blanket side just going like, oh crap, that money's no longer there. Benefits are no longer there, right? These options that we had are no longer there. What do we do? And then me just saying, love, like baby cakes, whatever I want to call you at this moment, chill it out, right? You've got to let me work. You've got to let me do this. And it was, it was pretty opportune because even when the quarantine hit and uh, everything started shutting down, our business just took off. Like, you know, and, and I'm saying, I'm saying, uh, business wise, like uh, mine, I still have rough patches here and there, right? Everybody does. Uh, but for the most part, this has been the biggest learning experience where I get more time with my family. Um, I've learned how to be more independent in my business, even if it's the hard way, but it's even put me in a position to work more closely with different mentors that have really pushed me forward. And now I have more clear vision and idea of what I'm actually doing. And so that was a really long roundabout way to probably answer your question. But the biggest challenge was that security blanket disappearing and still believing in the dream enough to keep it going. Right. I can do this. I can hit this. I can do, I can, I can work with these people. I can, I can make these calls and now buckling down and just making sure I hit so many calls in a day. And so if I can do that, then it just slides through it. The more people I talk to is the, the more people I can help. So, and as long as I have something coming in, she's happy, but it's to a point now where the, 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 the goal is right. Is that my business will now take out, take over and overshadow what she's doing. And she can step out of a, a work role in her business and more of a creative role. So she can spend time enjoying what she does and being passionate about it instead of doing it for money. So very big explanation. No, thank you. And, and when you explained it, made me think of the, the story, Kill the Cow. I, love that story. I, really, I read that all the time. You know, just levitan, yeah. You know, just take that leap, jump out of the airplane, jump off the cliff, whatever analogy you want to use, and just go for it. <clears throat> so, it's, awesome. it, 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 it's interesting because, and I'm going to stand up here for a second because my, my legs are getting a little cramped. Um, but it's kind of interesting because if, if we look, Kenny, at, at our business specifically, right? Financial services. Um, we to build business owners, right? If you really think about it, that's really what the process and our platform is built for is to set up business owners, people who can now run agencies within the financial services industry. Okay. And so the, the funny thing is, we are a group of entrepreneurs. Everybody knows as an entrepreneur, they have to put some kind of skin in the game. They've got to put hours in, right? They've got to put time in. They've got to, they've got to learn new skills. They've got to do things that are uncomfortable. I mean, it's, I, I, I talk to so many people all the time. That's like, well, I just don't know if I want to talk to people. Right. Well, how do you plan on getting married? If you're single, you're going to have to talk to somebody unless you're just going to put an ad online and just order one from another country. I don't know. <laughs> right. But, but there's some point in your life, you're going to have to do something uncomfortable. And what's your tall, what's your tolerance level of being uncomfortable? Right. 
How uncomfortable are you willing to get? Because you know what's really uncomfortable? Poverty is incredibly uncomfortable. And, and we've got such, we, we're in such a position, and especially in today's marketplace where there's so much opportunity and so many things just coming around and money is so abundant and so common that people will become scared of it, right? When they're presented with a good opportunity, it doesn't matter what that opportunity, it doesn't matter if it's with us, it doesn't matter whether it's just some other opportunity. If, if it, some people are just so scared of it because maybe it makes them a little uncomfortable. Maybe, maybe it causes them to bleed a little bit, right? You know, metaphorically bleed a little bit. Maybe they get hurt doing something. Uh, maybe somebody says no. Maybe somebody says rejecting, you know, maybe somebody says this is stupid or rejects them somehow. Like what kid doesn't skin their knee trying to ride their bike, right? You just get up and you got to do it again. And so the, the reason I'm saying this, and this, I think this ties in pretty well because your group dread no Mondays. Like what that says to me almost is just like, enjoy the pain, right? The pain is part of the process. The sooner you enjoy the pain, the sooner you just get with it is the sooner life is going to be better, right? Don't shy away from skinning your knees because you're trying to learn how to ride your bike. Just get on the stupid bike and do it again, right? Maybe, maybe find the steepest hill and start at the top. You know, now if, if somebody's really trying to ride a bike, please don't do that. Make sure you have the safety gear on. But in regards to the analogy, just start riding. Get up there and just start doing it, right? Skin your knees. Learn how to fall. Learn how to fall forward. Learn how to take the risk. The parachute's not going to open unless you, don't, unless you jump. You've got to get out there. You've got to do it. You've got to get super, super uncomfortable, like even as an employee. Exactly. And, and what we find, in, you know, so many cases, you know, from what we learn, what we see others learn and experience is, is that mountain that they see in front of them. You know, once they get past that pain, they look back, it's just a little speed bump. Yeah. You know, and it, they're, they're so glad that they went through it and went, skinned their knee and learned how to ride the bike. You know, they look back and they're like, so glad, so relieved, so thankful that they learned how to ride the bike, that they let go of their safety blanket and went out and did it, whatever, whatever that is. Yeah. Once you, once you finally learn how to ride the bike, you're like, you don't even remember the crashes. You just remember riding the bike and how cool it is with the wind blowing through your hair. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if you do get a scar, you know, that's a great story. You get to tell your friends and, Bruises are hickeys from the universe. That's all they are. Everybody loves a good hickey. <laughs> and have competitions. Well, I got this scar from. <laughs> the battle wounds, right? What was that? The battle wounds. Yeah, that's right. Battle wounds, you know. And, and it's, it can be, you know, metaphorical. Uh, um, what is it? History lesson for your, like your kids, you know, I want, if you want to tell your kids, your grandkids, whatever, you know, I went through this, this is what I experienced, this is how I grew, this is how I know so much, or whatever, you know, this is what changed our lives, you know, because if, if I didn't go through it, you wouldn't have this, and you wouldn't know this, or this, or this, you know, it's not in that same order, or as quickly, or whatever, yeah, you know, 
So it's a, it's a timeline experience of history that you can share later with your, your family and friends. Oh yeah, for sure. So yeah, it's, it's, it, it, then that in itself becomes the blessing right now or it becomes the blessing itself. Right. Cause I'll look back at this, you know, several years from now and just be like, you know, why didn't I do it faster? You know, or Holy cow, that was a growing experience or whatever barrage of thoughts I'm going to come up with, you know, we can, you know, it's, but it's going to come back to, man, that was the growing experience. Right? Nice. That was, that was the, I'm going to look back and see that was the time I paid the price right there and grew from that. And it was price well worth it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's well worth it now in the price, right? Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's not always fun, but for the most part, I enjoy it usually. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's super worth it, you know, not just for yourself, but for, like you said, your, your wife and your kids and <clears throat> the other families that you help. Yeah. So. Well, very cool, man. Do you have any, you have any more questions for me? Um, no. Um, yeah, actually, just one more question. You know, where can people find you? They wanted to reach out to you, talk to you, learn more about what you do. Uh, so on Facebook is Jim Sorensen, uh, but, uh, LinkedIn, Jim Sorensen is probably a better one. I'm the one that looks like this and not like <laughs> the other guys. Uh, and then on Instagram, my wife handles my Instagram for me. It's families and finance. I think it's families underscore in underscore finance, I think is what it is. Um, but I, and then on, uh, I have a Facebook group as well. If anybody wants to jump on that families and finance as well. And uh, feel free to reach out to me. I haven't really posted anything there yet because I just barely started that group. I closed down another page so I could open that one. And I just haven't posted any content yet. Maybe I'll do that while I'm up here. That'll be part of my process. But uh, uh, that's, that's where they can find me. And uh, I love talking about this stuff, man. And I'm excited to be in business with you, Kenny. I mean, you've got a beautiful family and, and uh, everything you guys are doing to bring to the table for our team. It's incredible. We love it. You guys have a lot of experience. And uh, even, even new in our business, relatively new in our business, you still bring a lot of experience to the table because just because you've come from an entrepreneurial background and you know what it takes to win, you, you know, the price you have to pay to succeed. And uh, you know, it's fun talking to you guys and seeing the drive is Jolene's just like, I want to be a mom and all this stuff. And, you know, and she's just happy and excited. And if you can, if I can, Love the show tunes and the Disney music. <laughs> right, now, your, your wife is absolutely amazing. And uh, you both, what you bring to the table is, is incredible. So I, I want to say I appreciate you guys, both of you. So. Likewise, it's a pleasure working with you and your family and all the experience and knowledge that you share as well. So like you have here. Um, awesome, dude. Awesome. Thank you, thank you, and thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's cool. Let's uh, let's chat some more again sometime. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. my brain.